0: Hello and welcome back to the Real Horror Show. I'm your host Samantha, joined as always by the Stormy Skies on a Saturday afternoon.
1: Yeah, this is very off-brand for us to be active on the weekends.
0: I know, <laughs> and here we are. I was supposed to go grocery shopping until I remembered we moved recording till noon, so David's out doing the shopping.
1: Oh, that's nice of them. Yeah, he, I'm sorry. he
0: usually does the shopping because I don't like yeah grocery stores um
1: I I, I agree I don't like them either
0: but we might be doing a picnic later so I told him exact sandwich ingredients to get and maybe (laughs) some cheeses but he's not a cheese person so
1: we'll see what happens yeah maybe yeah hopefully you bring some some type of cheese
0: yeah we'll see so charcuterie boards are just a nightmare for him because it's they're all cheeses and meats (laughs) Some crackers too, if you want. <laughs> yeah, but we got a really cute picnic basket for the wedding and I would like to use it. Uh,
1: yes, I love when uh pic- I see picnic baskets on the wedding registries. They're so cool. So yeah. awesome. That sounds so cute. I'm going yeah. later to my birthday dinner.
0: Oh, so that's cute. right. Your birthday is now Monday. Monday.
1: <laughs> it's 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 now-ish. Yeah, that's that's a great way to describe it too. So it's yeah, it'll be Monday, which is wild
0: how are you feeling I'm feeling good
1: yeah it's I still feel like um mentally I'm still feeling like I'm in my like late 20s you know what I mean like mm-hmm. I'm gonna be 31 so it's whenever th- that happens I'm like oh like it doesn't like affect me I'm not like sitting here like in a crisis like I'm getting so old like um I'm, I'm feeling good about like being this age like being in my 30s is, is pretty good mm-hmm. finally have everything I have to have it all together you know what I mean so finally yeah. there
0: yeah I kind of go back and <laughs> forth with how I feel about being 30 now yeah um, some days I don't feel accomplished at all because my career has like my mm. paying job hasn't taken off but David mm. reminds me that I've had a decent amount of success as a writer oddly yes, enough um, like I keep forgetting that I did write a movie, even if yes. I'm not happy about the existence of that movie, right. it's still a thing I did. And it's a, it's a thing I can be not happy about.
1: Of course. Yeah. So. That, that happens. Yeah.
0: But, um,
1: who yeah. was really upset about the movie? Was it Stephen King with the shining
0: Stephen King for the longest time? Didn't like any of his film adaptations. I think he liked Carrie. Uh-huh. But he and Kubrick did not see eye to eye on the Shining adaptation.
1: Yeah. And he
0: described it as a shiny Cadillac without an engine, yeah.
1: which I have
0: the same sentiment towards my movie. Well, there um, you
1: go. So you're like yeah. a Stephen King. I, uh,
0: I'm in good company. <laughs>
1: you are. And maybe, I should,
0: um, maybe I should reread on writing. Maybe that's yeah. a good thing for all writers who are mm-hmm. not where they want to be in their Jeez. 30s to reread. Yeah. How fucking old was Stephen King when he finally got Carrie picked up? Like, he was...
1: Older. He wasn't a he wasn't young like all the other young writers that were kind of surrounded by. I'm not sure the age. Um, but he tried and failed and tried and failed, I think, mm-hmm. so many times. But listen, whenever you get older and you're kind of, like, have everything together and you're not busy with, like, school and work and also being a caregiver to, like, your parents or whatever you can finally have that time when you're a little bit older to like mm-hmm. put a hundred percent into your writing or whatever it is you're doing. Yeah. So like, don't freak out that like, you're not a 21 year old, like, I don't know, like prodigy, you know, whatever yeah. you like to do, because that's what we keep seeing though. And it sucks because that's all we're shown on like social media and stuff. Yeah. And it makes it no, like
0: brings us down.
1: You
0: know what I mean? I'm in a women's only like writer and editor group on Facebook. And yeah. this one girl, I <laughs> know she was being, I don't know, facetious, but it just run mm-hmm. me the wrong way. And I want to find yeah. her and punch her in the face. Yeah, um, <laughs> she posted, I just published my first novel at 25. Did I start too late? Oh and my God. I just wanted to go stop. find her and <laughs>
1: punch yeah. Her.
0: It's like one there's no such thing as starting too late and i i think we're all kind of unpacking this weird ageism that we grew up with david and i constantly talk about how by the time his parents were our age they had both him and his older brother already that's that's very similar to
1: luke's parents yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah yeah
0: absolutely it's it's weird um stephen king was 26 when carrie was published and i do remember that yeah his family was like dirt broke and they had at least one of their kids already. Okay. So, I mean, I do think adulthood started earlier for the previous generations. So that's why. Yeah. Probably millennials and Gen Z and soon Mm -hmm. Gen Alpha feel like they're so behind by the time they get to their thirties.
1: Yeah. But I also feel like we mature, we, I th- I like our generation. Tell me if you feel this way. Like we
0: matured quicker.
1: I um, do. You feel that way? Like we wanted to be adults so much sooner.
0: Yeah, um, I, I, I agree. Yeah. I think it's just with what we kind of grew up with. You know, when yeah. we were nine years old, we saw nine mm-hmm. eleven happen in real time.
1: Yeah, and
0: from there, things just never got better. And right. compared to like the boomer generation and even Gen X. They didn't grow up with the internet where bad things can continually happen. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I think that's a positive of the internet is that we're exposed to more of the injustices of the world, but it's also negative because we're just constantly bombarded with it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I can agree um, that it's good to have that, but also like, it takes you away from like that ignorance a little bit that you're like kind of in a blissful state. You're in a bubble. Yeah. And like you're doing good for yourself, but that's like just your personal space. Um, yeah. and you have nothing to compare it to. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. Okay, but anyway, <laughs> speaking, yeah. anyway of... Um, but speaking of anyway, happy birthday. Um but speaking getting of getting older, prices, yeah. Getting older, um, you <laughs> know, yeah. Aging's all well and good unless you live near a
1: cornfield. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're an adult that lives near a cornfield in a rural part of like the Midwest,
0: and then watching yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Which happens to be what we're talking about today. Yeah, that's actually pretty good. (laughs) Children of the Corn is a 2020 American supernatural slasher film written and directed by Kurt Wimmer. It stars Elena Kamporis, Kate Moyer, Callan Mulvey, and Bruce Spence. The film is the third adaptation of Stephen King's short story, Children of the Corn, and the 11th installment in the Children of the Corn series. It is the first film based on King's story to be theatrically released since Children of the Corn 2, The Final Sacrifice in 1992.
1: Wait, uh, so you're saying the original one wasn't theatrically
0: released? The original one was. Uh, oh, okay. The, f- oh, the first oh, and okay. second would have been theatrically released, okay. but then there's, like this says, 11 installments, and I've watched Dang. a lot of them. Oh, you have? All, okay. <laughs> yeah, because they all used to be on Netflix, so in college I just watched all of them. So Sweet. I've seen <laughs> them all except for the more recent ones that came out in 2011 and 2018, I want to say, is the one. Oh, wait, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 2018 yeah, I, was I the last like, one to come out.
1: Yeah, that, okay, so Twelve in the Court in 2018. I feel like I knew that there was a remake that had happened Yes. right before this one would it would it be a yeah. 2018 version
0: children. no so children their yeah. the last remake was in 2009 and it was a direct tv remake oh, really? i want to say i think it was a sci-fi original when that came out i never watched that yeah man um, there's a lot then. i'll have to look up the list there's so many so this is the third like actual adaptation take on the short story that's not a sequel um uh-huh. because you have you know, Children of the Corn 2, Children of the Corn 3, Children of the Corn 4, <laughs> Dang. Um, Children of the Corn uh, 666, Isaac's Return. I
1: see that right over there, yeah. Isaac. Wow, he's scary. Uh, Genesis in 2011, uh, Children of the Corn 5, Fields of Terror, 1998. Yeah, there's like a, just a lot of sequels.
0: Yeah, we didn't have to do all that. <laughs> but they okay, didn't they because... Did. It watching this, I've come to accept that I don't think a good adaptation of Children of the Corn is possible. I've Your never, I, I meant to read the short story and I guess I had the chance to read the short story, yeah. um, but I didn't because okay. I didn't. I've been reading more plays by my peers lately, trying to that's get more nice. into writing recommendations on new play exchange. Nice. Networking is important for the career of a writer.
1: It is. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> so I didn't, but um, yeah, that's all right. This movie wasn't good, but <laughs> it was bad in a good way. We know all opinion. we need to know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have a lot to say about this movie. This movie was wild. Yeah, but it was I agree like I can't it it, like wasn't good but it was there and I couldn't stop watching it but it was not good (laughs) I agree and I just
0: I, I don't know I guess if the best adaptation is the 1984 original that's all we can hope to have but even that doesn't capture like i'm just skimming through the synopsis of the short story on wikipedia it doesn't capture the eeriness and the horror of the short story right
1: oh we'll have to read the short story like for real and see
0: yeah we're almost done with the vampire diaries universe so we could do a a real mini show on the
1: yeah on the story
0: Uh, awesome but yeah um (laughs) yeah wasn't wasn't great um but i had moments of pure enjoyment nonetheless yeah
1: there were some yeah there were some good moments but like in all and like it's one of those movies where you know it's it's not good because it like uh it felt like a two and a half hour movie to me mm-hmm. and it was 90 minutes and i was like damn so that, it's kind of, that's for me that's like my own personal telltale sign that like this isn't good because it's taken too long Yes. When it's actually, in reality, a very short movie.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, I guess let's talk about acting, starting with Eden, who replaces our Isaac in this uh, adaptation. Uh-huh. Um, because it's 2020 when this movie was made. Girls can be evil, too. Yes. Uh, that was very... I did enjoy the take that it was a girl. Yeah. So I I did think she was good. However, her evil parts didn't feel sinister to me they felt like sassy disney child star
1: yeah she felt to me like either what you said like too sassy and like miss like she's misbehaving
0: mm-hmm.
1: or like just like very emotionless and stale
0: yeah there was an unevenness to it and <sighs> you know that kind of falls on the director to guide her in how she should be portraying this character and i'm not ex- i'm not expecting an isaac replica like isaac is one of the most iconic yes, horror <laughs> villains yeah. of all time so Definitely. it's gonna be so hard to recapture that energy he brought to the movie and i i think she had the potential to do it i just don't know if the director was the right person to lead her in that direction yes like i yeah. see the talent there she wasn't terrible by any means she was just too sassy
1: yeah and yeah the
0: isaac character isn't supposed to be sassy they're supposed to be sinister like, and creepy scary. yeah like like a creepy kid yeah, yeah. not like mean <laughs> yeah, she, <laughs> she she she, she had the energy of the uh cool kid on a kid's show yeah
1: that's exactly the energy. And like she, she like did well, you know, in the movie because she's so young, but um, you're right. She needed to have more direction to, if they wanted her to act like creepy, mm-hmm. creep you out. Yeah. And she didn't creep me out. She just made me mad and annoyed. Mm-hmm. Get her out of my face. Look <laughs> at this little girl on my face.
0: And the other prominent role was Bo, the, I guess, mayor's daughter is he the mayor? I'm like, who is this guy? <laughs> I think he was the mayor. He was somebody important. Yeah. He did a thing. He spoke in front of people. So he was either important. the mayor or the community <laughs> comptroller. I don't know what a comptroller is, but I hear it occasionally. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That's probably what he was. Yeah. He was, um, she was there. She was fine. I vaguely recall her whole, like, opening scene she got into medical school or something she got into a big city school she got Um, she was going for bioengineering or something like that
1: so like big time stuff Very smart
0: which like like i said we're getting older she didn't seem like like the right age to be going off to college She, she felt younger maybe that was just her hairstyle
1: yeah that's true yeah her hair was very
0: cute but um yeah, she seemed very young to be like a senior. Yeah. And then her friend, I thought he was not a very good actor.
1: Uh, the the like the like weed guy.
0: <laughs> Him. The hoodie. Yeah, the hoodie guy, <laughs> and then the guy she was telling about getting into college um in the striped shirt. He wasn't very good. Her brother. Was that supposed to be her
1: brother? Yeah, that was her brother, her oh, sibling, the skinny boy with like who's yeah. tall. Yeah, that's yeah. her brother.
0: I didn't think that was her brother. Okay, well, yeah, yeah they live was... in the
1: same ha- house.
0: Yeah, okay. He's uh, uh, Well, missed, missed. It's was, okay. <laughs> I didn't think he was great.
1: Not important. He was totally forgettable. Forgot he was even there.
0: <laughs> and then the adults are there, and oh, yeah, they don't, they don't matter. There was me <laughs> It's hard for me to consider this an adaptation of the short story because it's more like almost a prequel to the short story because by the in the short story and the original movie by the time we we do see the slaughter of the adults but it's just setting up what happens next which is outsiders enter the town and they become the enemy they get, they become the new sacrifices so because this movie more basic, it, it follows what happened before we got to the point of out, Outlander, Outlander. Uh, yeah, heretic.
1: Yeah, yeah, all that.
0: That whole um, segment. So it's hard for me to consider this a true adaptation. It's more of a kind of prequel I
1: thought that too. That's what I was telling Luke when we wa- he watched a little bit of it. And I was like, listen, what's happening here is not actually what happens in the original it's a little bit different it's almost like what happens before the town gets like overtaken Mm -hmm. for like the first time
0: yeah and in that sense it didn't feel as scary as the original because in the original there's just this ominous vibe throughout the town yes yeah something is wrong and you the viewer know but they don't know and we're watching the slaughter of the adults happen in real time but also it was kind of underwhelming the genocide yeah. of the adults
1: yeah i mean it was kind of upsetting because it was so in your face and and the thing the way they chose to do stuff but the adults didn't really like try to like like fight or save themselves that's what
0: i thought too I was like, all right to let's let's, <laughs> let's get into the st- yeah let's do it let's do it <laughs> so the story follows eden and Bo, two different girls in this town one's older one's like nine years old um and they basically sorry oh i'm in it's a wrong wrong summary wrong summary Ah, (laughs) ah. the beginning
1: is a little weird uh, and it kind of shows how eden is kind of adopted by like uh the the pastor
0: yes so her brother kills her parents i think yeah and then like
1: the the town kills all the kids but why they do that like i don't
0: know i didn't understand the beginning all that much with the killing the kids with the gas maybe it was unless it was an accident maybe they knew about like the he who walks behind the stocks yeah he walks uh behind the rose yeah behind the rose, behind the stocks sorry, be cool sorry behind the stocks doing. rhymes it um. does rhyme
1: actually so that's better
0: <laughs>
1: they didn't even say rose in the movie they just said he who walks I'm like uh okay but like yeah. about
0: the rose of and the rose? we're gonna we're gonna get to he who walks because
1: uh, it's very it's actually character <laughs> fucking
0: stupid crazy
1: oh. i know that was stupid
0: uh, anyway, anyway, yeah. so I'm guessing <laughs> what we're supposed to pick up on as the audience is those kids had been affected by he who walks and the adults knew about it. Mm-hmm. So they killed them before they could oh, cause more damage.
1: That makes sense. That yeah. does, yeah. To me that
0: makes sense. It um, does. So mm-hmm. their crops have been failing. And this is even with the help of things like GMOs and herbicides, which I thought was so funny. Like, oh no, not GMOs! Right?
1: Uh, yeah, it was very modern, but like they didn't—they like use like bad stuff for their soil or whatever—and it messed everything up, I guess. Mm-hmm. And it couldn't grow corn and
0: whatever. So the adult, it, this this was the funniest scene. I love the scene. I need to show the scene to David. It is so funny. The town meeting where they decide that they're going to take a. Government subsidy to um, grow what the government wants them to grow since the corn is no longer working out. The adults vote to do this and destroy all the corn. And then the kids are like, well, we're citizens too. And we deserve a vote. And who Kid, yeah, kids, Yeah. Hoodie kids. death makes a big deal. Kids can't vote. And then everybody laughs. At them. And it just, it felt like something from a sketch comedy show. It was,
1: Doesn't it? I was like, wow, know, this is really intense. It was
0: so funny,
1: the laughing was going on for so long, and like I thought that like they would make the girl cry, but she didn't. She was just like straight up emotionless, and then they yeah. just left, and I was like, "Uh, okay." <laughs> and the guy's like, "Stop being so mean. They're just kids," and they're like, "Ha ha ha! I'm gonna go home and like punch my son." I remember that guy
0: was <laughs> like, "Wait till I
1: get home." was <laughs> like,
0: "Yeah." With these no, I that scene was so funny. <laughs> it was like I think I get the idea behind it. They're setting up like this disgruntlement between the children and the adults. But God, it was so. It was a comedy sketch. It was so funny.
1: But that can't be. And and they make that as if like that's like the one big big part that makes all the kids like want to kill the adults is because they got laughed mm-hmm. at. It's like, dude, no. <laughs> the corn like it's not like you're not going to grow anything at all like chill it there's nothing yeah. to do like you can't figure it out you're not old enough to get it yet like you don't
0: get you don't understand yeah um, i don't get why the kids are so upset about i the mean corn <laughs> because only eden is being affected yeah by the uh, corn monster yes she's she's the only one being affected by he who walks at this point yes too our knowledge yeah yeah sorry david was asking he can't he can't find focaccia bread so he's asking me what to get instead <laughs>
1: <laughs> what's a good alternative to that Sam? i think italian would be good that would be good because it's a hefty white like a thick white bread so that's good yeah even, yeah that sounds good to me
0: yeah because the, there's this sandwich that my aunt has always made for like like an appetizer on christmas eve when we do appetizers for dinner yeah um it's like a bread with uh roast beef ham salami tomato onion and it's delicious and I wanted to make that for a picnic
1: even like sourdough would be kind of good too yeah it's got the yeasty but whatever you choose it sounds delicious (laughs) delicious
0: you know it's not delicious rotten corn (laughs) exactly rotten corn is disgusting (laughs) um so (laughs) the kids are really upset about this for some reason I don't know why. Like they're yeah, they're way I, I'm just guessing they were in Iowa and the children know nothing other than the corn.
1: <laughs> yeah, Nebraska, but same difference, right? yeah Looks like and,
0: Iowa to me, bro. <laughs> and you're and you're right, because the kids don't understand like why the adults are doing this. Yeah, they're like,
1: oh, why would you do that? It's like if they
0: don't if they don't do this, the town fails and there's no more town anymore. Yeah, no economy. So like she'll be
1: like, Well, we have to like fix the soil. And it's like, no, dude. Like we just have to do something now. Decades to heal. I know. Like, why doesn't she get that? I thought she was going to school for like microbiology. Doesn't she like know some stuff? Like she has acting dumb.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So um the older teenagers decide to hold a mock trial to hold the adults accountable for what i don't know their kids like dude this is i thought the most, that was a stupid idea dude <laughs> like this is the most believable part of the movie is the yeah. kids coming up with some harebrained scheme to make the adults feel bad for not listening to them no one's um, gonna roll up at 10 at 10 p.m Yeah. If they got
1: to work the fields. (laughs) Yeah. And
0: for some reason, the teenagers decide they need the help of a nine year old to (laughs) to get all the townspeople together
1: and to like go escort like a random person. And at 10 o'clock at night, which like
0: literally made no sense to me why it would be so late at night. Mm -hmm. Damn. (laughs) And so um, Eden takes this a step too far and begins slaughtering the adults (laughs) and setting things in the town on fire the first one the first adult we see actually get it is the hoodie kid's dad yeah Um, because he like beats on him and stuff so he gets hanged that Um, was kind
1: of fucked up (laughs)
0: it was
1: i thought they were gonna save him but they made him go too high but his neck broke and i was like okay thank goodness that happened because i can't stand to watch anyone drown or suffocate it really gets to
0: me uh and so (laughs) they're escorted to the prison where somehow these children have wrangled up the rest <laughs> of the adults in a prison cell. And that was my biggest question in my notes is how did they convince all of the town adults? How, how did these children overpower all the adults in the town? There was like 20 men in there. Yeah. Work the fields, the- grown
1: ass men. How?
0: Yeah. Like, it doesn't make sense in the original when we're watching the um, genocide happen, is it was all sneak attacks orchestrated by the teenagers, not the children themselves. Right. Like older teenagers, not quite 18, because in the short story, it ends with the 18-year-olds going to the fields to sacrifice themselves to mm-hmm. he who walks. Yes. Um, I can't remember if that happens in the movie or not, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in theory, yeah. Um, yeah. it's it's the older kids that start the who lead the rebellion against the adults under the guidance of Isaac. Whereas in this one, it's the younger children that seem to be leading the rebellion.
1: Yes. Yeah. That's kind of how I remember it too. And then there's like one, there's like Malachi, who's like kind of like going rogue a little bit, but I kind of forget. I I didn't watch it again.
0: Yeah. It's been years. i am just going off vague memories. Yeah, Uh, that's about right. But it was the older kids (laughs) who instigated the attacks on the adults and it was more of a surprise attack so like sneaking up and cutting their throats and um while they're sleeping
1: Mm -hmm. it
0: wasn't just get in this prison cell and we're we're gonna gas you
1: yeah that was yeah and it's like half of them are in the prison cell the other half are like somewhere else. it's it's very strange how they're all like divvied up yeah. Um, and it, it's before the that we find out that there's people in the, or maybe the next morning, all the people that get gassed are, like, put into a big mass grave, mm-hmm. which was dug the day before or, like, earlier that day. Yeah. By, and like, these nine-year-olds just kids. know how to
0: use the, <laughs> the yeah. um, back the equipment.
1: The, yeah, like, the equipment and stuff, like, the excavator, the big excavators and things like that. But I guess, like, that... That though makes sense a little bit if they're like children of farmers, mm-hmm. then they might like know how to do that a little bit. But there is only like a couple every scene there was like more kids and less kids and more. So I really don't know how many kids there really were to like overpower all these adults. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, they got put in the big mass grave and then yep. they got they got freaking buried alive. Nobody tried to climb out. Like, they kind of did a little bit. They
0: kind of did, but not very well.
1: They could have, like, tried to figure out a plan while they were standing there staring at the kid getting ready to go into the excavator or, like, the backhoe, whatever is. You're telling me a
0: group of adults didn't think once to lift each other out of the holes?
1: Yeah. Like, there were women in there that could have did that, but they're like, oh, let's just stand here and be, like, shocked for, like, at least a couple minutes. They really, and it really, like, took a while to get the dirt in, yeah. it Took it. A, it took a good minute, and they were just like, "Oh, yeah." Ah, ah. And then they just no, and nobody tried to. Di- and like also, Bo didn't try to dig her mother out, and she was literally on the surface of the dirt.
0: Oh yeah, her so mother it was like, could have fuck. been kind of alive. They
1: could have dug themselves out. I feel like when you're in that situation, you probably try to like have a fighter, like a fight or flight response, or you're trying to like dig out like a lot, like in Kill Bill, when you can like dig up. Mm-hmm. Not that that would really happen, but like you're trying to save yourself. So you don't just like give up, they all just give up. I'm sorry. Yeah. It was kind of fucked up, but I was like, they really did nothing to try to save themselves, man.
0: No. They, they could have done did
1: anything and they did zero. So dang.
0: Oh yeah. And um <laughs> before the mass grave scene, the hoodie guy, Bo's friend, mm-hmm. died because his face got ripped off by a baseball bat.
1: Oh yeah, he got hit so hard by the baseball bat, his his head was
0: crushed. And I was like, yeah. dang, that must have been a really strong kid. <laughs> That's what I thought too, because we see the baseball bat hit him from under the chin. And then when he lands, half his face has been peeled away. I'm like- that doesn't work like that
1: no because that's a composite bat so those way less if it was a wooden bat it might make a little bit more sense to have mm-hmm. like some fucked upness but like that was like
0: a five pound bat yeah <laughs> you know
1: what I mean? it was a
0: children's bat because it the was, children uh, it needs to be light enough for the children to swing it it, like, it might as well have been one of those plastic ones with the, like mm-hmm. waffle ball like i think my baseball bat from when i did softball is seven or eight pounds and that's really light like yeah
1: if you get hit in the head you can get a concussion but you won't be dead
0: yeah like that and be like disfigured
1: (laughs) but it was cool gore I was like dang
0: yeah I was wondering if we would I was wondering if we would get any because yeah it was weird I have noticed an interesting trend in horror movies where they're not shying away from killing kids anymore yes um even in a pg-13 horror movie like um a quiet place which opens with the youngest son being killed and mauled and i do since horror reflects current trends in society i wonder if that no longer being shy about killing kids is you know kind of this broken illusion that kids are safe when they're around adults
1: yeah Mm -hmm.
0: that shit your head came off but um, um because you know we're not kids aren't even safe at school anymore so why are we pretending like michael myers wouldn't kill a kid
1: right yes yeah oh yeah yeah like in halloween ends that was pretty crazy Um, oh did you watch halloween ends i did (gasps) what'd you think i watched it yeah um i thought it was uh i was thought it was just just okay just okay yeah just okay it was good that that kid who was trying to be michael myers was like too weird
0: <laughs> so i liked halloween ends a lot yeah, i know it's a very divisive sweet. Halloween yeah, yeah. movie to especially in this trilogy on i think it's smart because david gordon green successfully remade the first three halloween movies if you really think about it mm-hmm. like um the third one in the original like halloween it wasn't even a trilogy because john carpenter didn't want it to be a trilogy <laughs> but the third movie was completely different from the first two and we get that again with this third movie. However, I do wish they had set up, um, yeah, Corey from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like even just as a background character we see in like the high school scenes getting bullied and being awkward. And then instead of the kid dying at the beginning of the third one, it mm-hmm. happens at the end of the second one because it does technically happen at the end of the second one, timeline wise. Right.
1: Yes. So if we
0: just got that and then we get him becoming the killer, I think that would have been a bit better payoff Mm -hmm. and maybe we'd be less mad about it.
1: I agree with that
0: too. Yeah, definitely. That would have
1: been a little bit more smooth of a transition. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I I watched it. It was still good. Um, I'm sorry we didn't talk about it. I thought we may have. No, No, it's fine.
0: Um, I I I I liked seeing Michael Myers go through the meat grinder. Yeah. Yeah, I did see that. Is he really dead? (laughs) <laughs> he went through a meat grinder. <laughs> but does he really go?
1: We can't know, dude. They'll never stop. But anyway, you know who, di- who didn't go through the meat grinder? Eden. Eden. <laughs> 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 That's right. But she should have because she's being so mean. <laughs> oh,
0: anyway. um So... Uh, After the adults are buried alive, Bo tells her two (laughs) girlfriends who are who've just been there in the background, literally, (laughs) um, to go get help, go get help because they didn't do that yet. (laughs) And so they they do they go off and hopefully try try and get help. They go back to the prison where a few of the men are still alive, including Bo's dad and the preacher. I think it's heavily implied in the scene that the preacher has been molesting Eden. Um, Yes, they could have been a
1: little bit more clear about that, but I kind of picked up on that vibe. Yeah, I figured that.
0: So he said Um. she says he didn't sin against the corn, but he has sinned. So she and the other children rip out his eyeballs, and I swear to God, I thought it was his testicles when she held them up. (laughs) But it was his eyeballs. His eyeballs. Just the way she was holding them looked like testicles. And I was like, oh, good God. Oh, Oh, no, it was just his eyes. That's fine. Just just his eyes. It's right up in the top of the body. That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) And then he is killed after that. And then after that, they they Bo offers to lead the remaining men out to the corn to sacrifice them. And she's very loudly whispering to her dad, (laughs) Go get help, dad. Like, dad, go get help now. Just, just, just go with it. There's <laughs> no way in her head she thinks that Eden is buying any of this. Like, she's so not subtle with her plans to... Yeah, she's
1: not great at doing that, to be discreet. <laughs> she,
0: no, she's not good at it no, at all. not good so at it. Eden blatantly probably hears her say to her yes. dad to go to the corn and this is your only chance to escape uh spoilers he does not escape she finds him (laughs) later killed by corn yeah by the corn
1: stalks (laughs) rest in peace uh freak freaky looking dad
0: yeah (laughs) so (laughs) um some other stuff happens after that the children have kidnapped like a senator or whoever was in charge of this corn subsidy deal yeah yeah, subsidy deal um i don't think we saw her before this so i was confused about who it was
1: wait no she's the she's like an out-of-town journalist
0: oh was she coming
1: yeah because she she like beau was like i i dm'd this journalist so she can come and do a big story about how we're taking the subsidy so we could try to save the town she's trying to like like give she said they were doing bad publicity to save them
0: Okay. So it was just a girl right. who rolled up
1: at 10 o'clock at night to like do the news.
0: <gasps> yeah, a, a random character because we need more adults to kill. Yes, um, exactly. So Eden's like, we can't just kill her in the courthouse. We need to take her to the corn and not Eden, Bo. And yeah. Bo tries to take her out and she's like, no, we have to take her directly to, to them. The so
1: monster, yeah.
0: Yeah. So they carry her out to the corn. Um, Bo. Yeah, Bo gets <laughs> knocked knocked unconscious. When she wakes up, she sees that her two friends have been brutally murdered at the um, top of the barn, barn yeah, ceiling. Yeah. So <laughs> from the ceiling, yeah. Um, she tells Eden, "He who walks doesn't exist." Eden and gets she's mad. Like, yeah, he does. Yeah, he gets, yeah, Eden's just always mad the whole time. <laughs> just yeah, pissed off constantly. So Bo somehow escapes. And then we find out he who walks Israel in the stupidest thing I have ever fucking seen in in a Stephen King movie since the um, yeah. film adaptation of the Jabberwockies, whatever the fuck they were. Oh wait, no, I know what you're trying to say. I know what that is, but it's not the Jabberwocky. No, it's the it's the things that like eat universes, and they did a TV movie <laughs> about them, and it was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. I know what they're called. They're called the something. <laughs> Anyway, keep going off. <laughs> um, so it's this horrible CGI corn monster, man. Yeah, it's a corn monster. And it's just... Sometimes the worst way to ruin, like, the vibes and tone of a horror movie is to actually show us the monster. To show us the I was hoping they wouldn't do it yeah. because they did a
1: cool thing in the beginning where they showed, like the corn move a little bit mm-hmm. in the shape of like a per- like a head or and I was like okay that's fine but then they they went for it they they did it and they showed us the monster his whole body
0: it was like a transformer made of
1: corn stalks that's a really good way to describe it because that is how it looked it was just like a big robot body but instead of gears in metal it was corn stalk greens and
0: green leaves granted I haven't watched <laughs> all 11 children of the corn movies there have been a couple releases since i stopped watching children of the corn but in the original we never saw he who walks it was always kind of a ghostly presence and Mm -hmm. the representation of he who walks moving through the corn was the corn moving or the camera through its perspective so we never actually saw what he who walks is and just (laughs) i wish we never did (laughs)
1: Yeah, and now, unfortunately, I know what he looks like, and so it's, I, like, I, I've seen him, and that sucks for me, because now mm-hmm. I'll never forget that it's
0: just a corn monster. <laughs> yeah, a very flammable <laughs> corn monster. Yeah, I thought you were going to say flamboyant. <laughs> no. I mean, he could be. He has he, some vibes. <laughs> yeah, he has some vibes. Like, I can he's... tell that he works on his body. Yeah, clearly, um, he's very thin and tall. Yeah. <laughs> and... <laughs> So, Bo, at the beginning of the movie, the kids are playing on this old, like, Mustang um, owned by Hoodie Kid. And he was like, I can park my grandfather's Mustang wherever I want, including the middle of this cornfield for no reason. I'm like, oh, this is how someone's going to escape at the end of the movie. Right, exactly. That's stupid car. And that's exactly what happens. Uh, Bo manages to make it to the road. Uh, but Eden is in the back of the car like any good horror yep. villain would be. That was um, one creepy thing she did do, right? And I was like, oh, nice. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, oh, and at some point, Bo got
1: doused in. Um... <laughs> yeah, they're gonna set her on fire, but yeah. everyone's being dumb because she's like, oh, yeah, the corn dust is, like, actually everywhere and the whole the whole air will catch fire, stupids. And they're like, oh, okay,
0: never mind then. We'll yeah. just cut you up into so,
1: little bitty pieces.
0: <laughs> so when she was trying to escape, um, yeah, she got the gasoline all over the corn so Eden offers her offers her one final cigarette because I guess Bo used to smoke even though she's clearly 14. She's bluffing she just like (laughs)
1: is just doing that to do a fire.
0: (laughs) Yeah Uh, so she, she ends up using the cigarette lighter in the car to set the gasoline trail on fire which she just happens to know where her gasoline trail is also the, the
1: fire thing wouldn't be hot anymore because she has she has it for like a couple minutes and it would have been cooled again
0: yeah so the corn <laughs> goes up in flames Eden gets upset runs into the fire to try and save he who walks uh but perishes in the flames yeah and, and the I children say- watch yeah. in um horror I guess um well it turns to horror once I guess the spell breaks when he who walks dies yes and then they're like oh no
1: fire and and eden our friend she ran into the fire so she's dead yeah because
0: she's obsessed
1: with the the corn monster
0: yeah and then the next day once all the corn has been burned Bo is sad surveys the damage and then uh burnt up remains eden comes and is like nothing really dies in the corns corn and And then kills um, her with
1: her corn stalk
0: Tentacles. Yeah, kills kills like, her with the cornstalk tentacles. Slenderman style. <laughs> yeah. And uh the yeah, end. that was the plot of the movie, and it was not a good movie, but I'm not mad about it. Yeah, but like
1: at the end, so everybody died like Luke didn't like the ending because he said he thought that it was stupid that she got killed anyway. Yeah. Um and I was no, like, I, Yeah, I, I hate agree. Like that. But that means that like every like so everybody's dead, but those the kids. And then all the corn is burnt. So, mm-hmm. like, what what to do? And their parents
0: are dead. What are they going to do? They
1: they killed their parents. So, what are they going to do? Go to like kid jail? <laughs> um, the Langoliers. Is that what you meant?
0: Yes, the Langoliers. The
1: Langoliers. Yes, I knew it was a weird word that was like Jabberwocky, yeah. but I was like, I need to look it up. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, like there's something that we're scary in the story itself but Mm -hmm. when it got adapted to the screen and you saw what they looked like with cheap effects what do they look like what do the langoliers look like uh let me find the langoliers (laughs) oh yeah let me look it up too because it was a tv show yeah it was a mini series of course it was yeah they were just like these giant horribly (laughs) cgi'd mouths that went
1: (laughs) oh my god i have a picture and it's just a big mouth
0: yeah it's hilarious so that's the vibe I got from actually I, seeing He Who Walks. I'd be scared if I saw that mouth floating, though. <laughs> God, yeah, the
1: fuck is that?
0: But uh, I don't go into a Children of the Corn movie expecting a good movie, especially one that was in production hell like this was. And I can't really even mm-hmm. say it was production hell.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm.
0: it was COVID. It was COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, principal photography began in New South Wales in April 2020 at the beginning of the COVID pandemic and wrapped that June, the visual effects were produced by a Digital Domain, who also executive produced. Mm-hmm. Um, so the hell portion of this comes from distribution. Yeah. Uh, this movie did have its premiere in 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, it was supposed to be released theatrically in the fall of 2020, but was pushed back of uh, in 2023, Shutter acquired the distribution rights. The film was released in an 18-day theatrical window starting in March.
1: Mm -hmm. And
0: then was released on demand March 21st. And uh, like I said, in the mini show, it came out on Shudder on June 30th. Yeah. So. It's it's not a great movie, but it's like good, bad, like the rest of the Children of the Corn movies. Mm -hmm. Like if you're a fan of Children of the Corn, you know what you're getting into. And this the note I made in regards to doing a good adaptation of Children of the Corn You have to rely super heavily on finding good child actors. Yeah. And there are a lot of good child actors. Yes. But there's also a lot of bad child actors. So there has to be a lot of work that goes into it. And I'm sure it's also difficult with the new, like, child labor, newer child labor laws in Hollywood. Children can only work, like, not even eight-hour days. And they have to be in school or being homeschooled on set. Mm Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of restrictions involved right. with working with the children, but I think it's possible to one day do like a good, scary, not cheap adaptation of children of the corn.
1: Yeah. I mean, because if we talk a little bit about, I don't want to compare too much to the original because it was so different, but mm-hmm. the original, the, ch- the the children and the town was like very like uh heavily involved in like religion yeah and so it it was like the the he who walks behind the rose is like a metaphor for like an unseen deity Mm -hmm. that you're just like obsessed with like doing sacrifices for and stuff like that because you think it will bring you like you know food and like bountiful harvest and whatever so that's what the original is kind of doing with like a Mm -hmm. creepy cult vibe this one was just like children being bad (laughs) Yeah,
0: and I do think showing us he who walks takes away from that element of the Mm. unseen deity
1: yes that's that's exactly the point um and showing him when that happened I was like damn you know like there it is it's just a it's a monster and it's there and so it's not like a collective thought like process it's just a monster it's like its own mm-hmm. standalone thing that you have to defeat it's like a problem that you have to solve now
0: yeah and, and once think- it goes away
1: that everyone's like broken free of the curse right like you said that's mm-hmm. exactly what happened
0: and i think had we not gotten a an actual representation of he who walks the little ending jump scare with eden coming back would have worked better
1: Mm -hmm.
0: like had we just burned the cornfields without ever knowing if there really was something in the cornfields telling the children to do this and then at the end eden limps over a burned corpse (laughs) right i think that would have played a lot better it's still very like a very dated movie trope
1: am i yeah to
0: have that final jump scare right yes Um, yeah final twist of a jump scare um but yeah it was it was fine. Um
1: yeah, it was fine.
0: Here, I'm sending you something in chat. It's like an
1: it's an article about like when they wrapped children of the corn, but it's cool because they're all in a cornfield. They all have COVID masks on though, and they're doing six feet apart. It's actually kind of neat. <laughs> um so good for them for like sticking it out. Uh it just mm-hmm. sucks because it didn't like uh it just didn't like hit right. Yeah. And I, I, I do blame corona (laughs) Mm -hmm. they probably had to like rush or like do they probably had to do things so differently than the way they wanted to I feel like it's a shame but uh unfortunately it just it was good in ways but mostly it was bad um yeah but it's like it's probably the fault of like so many different outside variables that they couldn't control you know what I mean Mm
0: mm-hmm um here's a good little snippet of a review from polygon by katie rife if children of the corn were just an empty-headed hybrid of a creature feature and killer kids movie it might have been kind of fun but what really brings this movie remake down is the fact that it sets up so many socio-political themes that wimmer never follows up on raising the question of whether or not he stumbled onto them by accident (laughs) Right. <laughs> and I think uh, that's a very good point because they did bring up the G- GMOs. They did bring up um, herbicides, which are very modern things that we didn't see in the 1984 movie or even Stephen King story because GMOs weren't as, you know, fear mongered then mm-hmm. as they are now. Um, so, like, you could have done something with, like, the GMOs, like the corn is mad <laughs> the GMOs. Right. Which- anybody who says they try to avoid gmos ask them if they eat bananas or corn and yeah they'll shut up real fast
1: right exactly <laughs> because corn
0: and bananas are the most genetically modified food that people eat yeah like what are you gonna do yeah
1: sucks <laughs> you can try to cut it out as much as you can but like unless you grow your own stuff
0: you can't 100 mm-hmm. but it's cool uh, if you want to grow your own stuff that's neat <laughs> yeah do it. <laughs> David and I are very excited to own a house and have a garden. I made oh, pickles. Yeah. I mean, made... should...
1: I saw that. That's really cool. You gotta let me know the pickle dri- I love pickles.
0: Yeah, they I they, they the turned house. out great so far. They're, they're done. Just... Oh, cool. Yeah, they took like twenty four hours to no pickle. um We have a lot. We're letting them sit longer because I made the slices a bit too thick, but they're okay. very good. The mm, flavor's there. True. Wow. And I'm gonna try and do bread and butter pickles next. There's a ranch mm-hmm. pickle recipe I found. Mm, I'm just, I'm going to live my best life. Yeah. I love the the
1: classic dill pickle. Yeah. You could do a lot with that. You could sell it. You could go to like a farm markets and have a little table.
0: Yeah. I was thinking about that. Selling it is harder because I would need to learn how to can right now. They're just refrigerator pickles. Gotcha. So if I wanted to make them shelf stable, I would need to get a canning system, which I think Mm. our friend has a canning Mm. pot. And it kind of like sucks all the air out
1: to make a really vacuum tight to yeah. make it sl- air- okay cool nice yeah awesome
0: returning <laughs> to the roots yeah heck yeah um, but yeah there because <laughs> we in the original there is some socio-political messaging about cults and mm-hmm. blind faith in a deity that may or may not exist so right. you could st- still have that but i think Kurt Wimmer just wasn't the right writer to bring that to the forefront. It felt like a first draft of a script. Yeah. (laughs) Which is fine. Mm -hmm. Um, But... Did you also feel like watching it, there was
1: actually like kind of too much going on? They were like adding in too many different elements.
0: Yeah, like the hint that Eden had been molested and like that could have been part of the plot on its own. You know, the preacher is molesting a child and the crisis of faith. And that's why she goes to the corn and finds religion in the corn. But Eden is not really that deep of a character. We know she likes the Red Queen. Yeah, from Alice in Wonderland. That's it because she stopped liking her after like she stopped
1: wearing the red wig. Yeah, but yeah, like that, and also in the beginning when they like kill all the kids that are in like the kids' home and like mm-hmm. the, the 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 adults being alive still. You know, makes it and, and like how uh, those parents are like having a bad marriage, and the mom is like cheating on the dad, and all the mm-hmm. shit. Like, all, there's like too much. Like, stop. It's it's. Yeah. We know that everyone's having a bad life, and then when the kid walks home from like in the night to his house, he walks past all the houses, and all the parents are yelling at each other. And every house he passes, I'm like guys, just like do the corn. <laughs> it's like so. I don't need all this this drama. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know the drama is the kids. Oh my gosh. We don't need to have, we don't need to give the kids a reason to kill the adults. That's what's supposed to make it scary. Yeah. But now they have a reason a little bit and the reason, but the reason's not good enough still. And so it makes it kind of like
0: mm-hmm.
1: not very strong. It's kind of a weak circumstance. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But anyway.
0: Yeah. It's just a disappointment. <laughs> yeah. You know, we're coming out of the Stephen King Renaissance where we had phenomenal yeah remakes and new adaptations of um it and yeah um, a lot <laughs> gerald's game we finally yeah. got an adaptation of that which was phenomenal that was wonderful um, yeah great, great, think great of, there, there was a couple more yeah there were so many that came out um pet cemetery i thought was overhyped i wasn't a fan of pet cemetery but even that got a lot of really good reviews and what i don't know it's news? just
1: yeah just, this
0: was disappointing in it because i would i do think a good children of the corn movie would be really good but this wasn't it and maybe part of the problem is that it was set in modern day yeah yeah
1: i i, I agree yeah i think that really threw everything off because it, it wouldn't make sense that like like i know there's one cell tower in the whole town but when you, when you cut the lines for that and no one has any self-service so no one's going to go to the next town and they they still act like they're so cut off but like mm-hmm. it wouldn't be like that anymore
0: yeah it didn't there <laughs> didn't seem to be a point to having it set in modern times instead of setting it back in the 80s or 70s yeah
1: yeah it makes more sense for it to be way back uh whenever it, it was a bit more isolated because there were no big communications mm-hmm. and like if you're cut off you're cut off because you're rural and that's that so like yeah. That's what makes it scary because no one will care because that's how it's supposed to be. But in this one, it, it's all different. It's all changed because it's like you're you're expected in some places. People will ask after you, people will be around.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I guess getting into production on this. Yeah. The CGI wasn't <laughs> good. The gore mm-hmm. was okay. Gore was okay when it was there. It was- it was very it didn't feel practical it felt very cgi and i could get past all of that the thing i can't get past is the fucking transformers he who walks dude
1: real but real quick whenever you mention and i forgot to mention this before about like the gore and stuff like that this movie did have gore which surprised me because it did like extreme close-ups when there was gore and then it did the it had the monster but did you notice that like nobody swore there was like barely any swear words
0: now that you mention it
1: and that when when i was watching the first 30 minutes i I was like i
0: think i remember that because in the mass grave, the when he called her a bitch that really stood out to me yeah i was like whoa
1: and then she she says fuck at the end but it's the only time she says it, and then mm-hmm. the whole movie was so awkward to me because all the young teenagers were not swearing. They're saying That's a really Damn. good point. And then the 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 hoodie kid, he said f like what the f or like effing or he he like was gonna say fuck but he said like. Mm-hmm he censored herself. And I was like, this is very strange and kids don't talk like this. So that immediately takes it, takes you out of it. So that's why for me, that's another layer of it being like super awkward. Just have them swear. It's rated R. Just, just do it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But anyway,
0: continue. Yeah, no, that's a really good point. I didn't really (laughs) notice that, but that does uh, eliminate some realism. (laughs) If you don't have your uh, rural children swearing up the storm.
1: Yeah, none of them. So they said like, "damn," and then like, I was like, "nobody really says that."
0: Yeah, like these kids would absolutely swear. Malachi from the original probably wouldn't. He was a good Christian boy, but ah, none of these yeah. characters were established as good Christian kids. Yeah, so. there was one
1: pastor, and nobody went. Yeah. There was like no church, and yeah. <laughs> no one. So
0: yeah, that was the big thing. Is just the CGI just. Felt cheap, and at the end, when we have the fucking yeah. monster, it was, weird. <laughs> it was um, weird. I think that's the big production note. It is impressive that they pulled this out during the COVID, <laughs> yeah. the early days of the COVID pandemic.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, it was. Yeah. Overall, it was um, meh. But meh. if you're looking for a cheesy B horror movie, I I I'd, I'd recommend it.
1: Yeah, it's not bad. If you want to see, like, what they did with it and how it's a little bit different from the original, that definitely check it out, especially if you are a fan of yeah. Stephen King and then the short story and the original and stuff like that. Because the yeah. original, like, watching this, the original, I'm sure if I watched it again, there would be more stuff that I would appreciate, despite the fact that it was made in, what, the 80s or whatever, the mm-hmm. 70s.
0: <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. But definitely. Um. Yeah. I give it a meh. Uh, and that I give it a meh. I agree. Yeah, That's <laughs> all I have this week. Meh. Yeah, I give it a
1: meh. That's all I have this week. Um to I will be actually this this weekend begins my vacation week which is Ooh. next week Sam. So Ooh. that means that I may or may not watch a couple more episodes of the originals. I still have to get my get my own Netflix to to get back on the the uh the horse here Mm -hmm. (laughs) but listen the originals is really good and I'm actually looking forward to watching more episodes which is great for the both of us yeah um so that's going well but it might have to wait another extra week guys I'm sorry see but um after that we'll see what our next uh movie is gonna be there's a lot of cool There's a lot of cool stuff coming out and Sam, you've seen a couple of cool stuff in the theaters. Have you seen Barbie/Oppenheimer slash Oppenheimer yet? The that's not
0: out yet. I thought it was out already. No, it's out the 21st. I know oh. a lot of people are getting early screenings. I have tickets for Barbie. I don't have tickets for Oppenheimer yet because the RPX <laughs> showings after Thursday have disappeared. Oh. So, I'm hoping those come back because like I'll go see it regardless, but like
1: I you want, want the story.
0: RPX experience. Yeah, you want that big time experience because it's a it's a movie
1: about a, a nuclear bomb. So if yeah. they do the bomb.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I know, not mean to laugh, but um, I was talking to Luke and I was like, do you want to see Oppenheimer? And he said, yeah. And I was like, okay, well, what's going to happen? Because like, they don't they don't do the bomb i don't and now he was like yeah they do and i was like well where do they do it he said like in the desert or something i was like oh okay (laughs) so yeah they'll do it in the desert and then we will be the end (laughs) i'm not trying like i i'm not trying to disregard the movie but i'm just having a laugh about like what are they gonna do if there wasn't like any anything other than the test just to get to know the man himself
0: yeah there was a lot um behind the scenes in building the atomic bomb I guess, talking to my friends about it at dinner last night, Mm -hmm. he said one of the hardest, biggest problems that arose with keeping the whole Manhattan Project a secret was the babies that were born during the Mm -hmm. Manhattan Project, because you had a bunch of scientists secluded in the desert for months, if not years. So some Mm -hmm. babies resulted from that. Really? Just like
1: between the scientists? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So were these scientists,
0: like, not married? No, they were just scientists who got horned up. and Got it. Okay.
1: And And they uh, just
0: had babies. (laughs) Yeah. And it was actually, according to my other friend, it was Kodak Film that figured out (laughs) nuclear testing was going on in the desert because all of their pictures were coming back with, like, um, nuclear radiation residue. Dang. And so they started asking questions. So the government had to send out people to keep like a them notice. quiet
1: yeah like a notice <laughs> Like, <Yeah>. hey, <laughs> well cool I mean it seems cool I love um Killian slash, slash Cillian Murphy mm-hmm. not sure which one is the right pronunciation but um is this a Christopher Nolan movie too it is nice oh yeah I'm a really becoming I'm becoming more of a fan of his because I'm having more of an appreciation of how he likes to make his movies so mm-hmm well, sorry, I thought Oppenheimer was out. I'm getting confused yeah. here because of cute
0: stuff. But I'm like, oh, that's out, it's It's just out. Barbie and Oppenheimer are the two biggest releases this summer <laughs> and they happen to be coming out on the same day.
1: Yeah, that's so, so funny.
0: And, like I said, if you only want to see Barbie, that's fine. And if you only want to see Oppenheimer, that's fine. Yeah. I just don't want to be your friend because they're both going to be great movies. Yeah,
1: definitely. It looks like there's a star-studded cast. Yeah. So I will, if I will see anything, I may see this i might go with the drive-in but i feel like that's too far away from like the
0: screen to mm-hmm. see it. you
1: know what i mean i don't know what's the yeah probably the best I way to think... see it in
0: theaters yeah you know? yeah well i wish i had thought about it sooner and made more yeah. of a plan because the best way to see it probably and it's sold out is IMAX. maybe we could go maybe we could go the following weekend is the imax in the air and space museum at Dulles because now, the, the, IMAX too. Yeah. the plane that dropped the, the atomic bomb is in that museum so really yeah so seeing it in next to the Whoa. plane that dropped the bomb would be so cool that's and amazing I, <laughs> true most true IMAX theaters are in museums so if you're in a big museum if you're a big, in a big town with a museum check and see if it has an IMAX showing of it
1: I'm, yeah, I have an IMAX uh, in Pittsburgh and uh, in our um, Carnegie Science Center. Mm-hmm. So, but I just looked, I'm going to look at IMAX, Carnegie Science Center. And you know what? They're probably not. Oh, it's called Rangos Giant Cinema, which is like an IMAX. Um, but uh, they're freaking doing it. They're doing the Polar Bear movie, the Incredible Predators movie, and the Lost Empire of Cambodia movie. So, yeah. <laughs> it's like
0: you he know what I mean it's like those
1: kind of things <laughs> sometimes they'll do big movies I actually saw uh The Shining in uh The Rango's Giant Cinema Ooh. IMAX which is kick-ass um but I miss seeing Titanic in it but I saw Titanic I I am never forgive myself for that but it looks like it's not playing and I'm is there an IMAX theater near me
0: Anyway, we should wrap this up.
1: <laughs> yeah, anyway, sorry, sorry. guys just like sorry. going on, you know, <laughs> about big whatever. big
0: movie releases.
1: Yeah, big movie releases you guys. Um so anyway, um enjoy uh your next week. Um keep up with us by watching the Originals. Definitely check out Children of the Corn if you want to on Shutter. Um and support Shutter. I think actually having it is really cool and I'm excited to share share it with Sam. Um That'll be ours forever. And I'll support you with uh, some donations uh, via Venmo. Yeah. Be able to keep it, keep going. So that's really cool. Okay. But if we're ready to wrap up, I'll go ahead with the outro notes. Yeah. All right. Sweet. So guys, I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't fix the outro notes yet. So just, just go with it. Okay. Just stay with me. Real Horror Show was created by Sam Odie and Stormy Skies and is directed by Sam Odie. Today, we learned that you should not laugh at the children at the town hall meeting because they might they just might kill you. snap. They might bury you alive. What what we also learned is that you should not just do nothing to try to save your own life. Okay. Like, I know it's your kid, but just try to not die. Okay. that We learned that. All right like what you hear you can find real horror show on spotify TuneIn, google play store did you say stitcher is no longer a thing i can delete stitcher that. stitcher is no longer a thing oh. r.i.p rest in peace stitcher okay but itunes and pandora hello are still things really really like what you hear follow us on t- uh, do you want to follow us on twitter i mean like you can if you want to question mark yeah. there
0: follow us on twitter follow us on threads follow us on instagram yes. follow us on TikTok. Insta, we're everywhere,
1: TikTok, literally everywhere. Um, or search for real horror show on Facebook if you want to. We have that too. Um, is Facebook like still cool? I mean, been it's not it for
0: years, it's not cool, but we're on there, and I do. I am better there. at posting our new episodes to Facebook.
1: Sweet, okay, so we're there. Facebook is tied to Instagram and threads at this time, so. You want to keep it all in the family if uh, you can find us there first. Um, you can also look at our website, um, realhorrorshow.com. That's where we have written reviews, podcast episodes, the whole shebang. Cool. Do you want to interact with us? Do you want to make sure we're real humans, not space vampires? Well, you can comment on our website or you can email us because we have an email address too at Podcast at gmail.com. We love whore. And if you're listening, you do too. Please help us keep our project going by visiting our support page on our website, where you can make a one-time donation via PayPal. We also have an Amazon wishlist. If you feel like buying us something tangible will help convey your love more than a monetary donation would. Also, you can find the buy us a coffee button on our website. It's a button you can click that will pay us the amount you would need to buy a coffee. A little bit goes a long way. And listen, guys, I've been drinking a lot more coffee than usual lately. so definitely consider that if you are able sometimes we can't help us mon- sometimes excuse me we can't help out artists monetarily and that's okay you don't have to buy us a coffee by simply liking sharing retweeting and even giving us an awesome review will help us out tremendously and it will help people find our show and is there any other pertinent news other than op and <laughs> uh it's barbenheimer barbenheimer uh, no, i don't think there is <laughs> cool um I'll uh, be away the next week so tune in in two weeks for our next episode um our outro song is called a creepy doll by Jonathan Colton. thank you fuck off and have a swell evening and this is Real Horror Show signing off bye bye I love the creepy doll
0: that